Your spirit, people, will lead your vessel. Oh, can I just get a moment of your time? Please. No, I take that back. No, please. Have a more attention. Born again believer. Attention. Your spirit will lead your life. Your spirit walks with the Holy Spirit. Let's back that up in case we had audio difficulties. Born again believer. And I'll talk a little quiet for you sensitive eared people. Your spirit will lead your life. I'm a living witness. Everything I tell you is not things that I'm trying to come out of a textbook of understanding. I'm just trying to tell you what I've learned. And I've learned that your spirit, your spirit, your spirit will lead your life. I'm talking about the born-again believer now. I'm not talking about the rest of the world. I'm not talking about the believer. Because, see, the believer may not really be born again. A believer can just believe that Jesus Christ died for the sins of the world, but they have not put any investment on it themselves. They just believe it to be so. Then you might have a born-again believer that believes that, accepted it, but they have moved back into the realm of carnality. You can come out of that realm of, realm of carnality, but between that and between this, we're going to get to this right now. Your spirit will lead your life. My spirit led me out of a dark wilderness. And you gotta, I gotta say it like that. Because, yes, you have the Holy Spirit. But do you know the Holy Spirit's purpose in your life is to grow your spirit so that it might be able to take control of your vessel, people. My spirit led me out of a dark place. Surrounded by darkness. Darkness within me. Darkness all around me. Illusions, fantasies upon fantasies. Do you know that other people's fantasies can link onto your fantasy and you can be living a double fantasy life? And if you get enough people together who all link the same fantasy together, you've got a little cult. There's all little cults going around. Your little friendship, your little, that's a cult. 
your little gatherings with your apartment gatherings and basement gatherings and, and this and that, your little friendship circle and all of this with the ringleader and those that control the this and that and this and all the spirit of that around some central individual that seems to bind everybody together. That's a cult. A cult personality that's in control of your life for the purpose of having friends in the earth. And I can understand it. Who wants to be alone? And then you understand what walking alone in Christ means and you like, oh my gosh, because this plane and this level that I'm walking on, he's the only one that can walk with me. That's why he says that I will never leave you. I will never forsake you. You know why? Because the way you're walking in Christ, he's the one that can only walk with you. That's what we don't understand. We be like, I'm so lonely. I'm so this. And you might be lonely. I get that part. But my point is this, is that when Jesus said, I'll never leave you. I'll never forsake you. I'll never let you go. He's saying to you is that when those times as you are lonely and you will feel lonely and you are lonely, you got to realize that you might be walking on another level that only Jesus is on. you walking towards righteousness don't walk into darkness and be lonely in the abyss are you walking towards the light every born again believer you can ask yourself now every born again backslider believer you can ask yourself now every believer but it's not born again you can ask yourself right now are you walking towards his light not the light of the world not the light of your enlightenment, but are you walking towards the light of Jesus Christ? I know we can't take preaching no more. I know, I know. We can't take real preaching. Because you know what real preaching is? Real preaching is glorifying the Lord Jesus Christ and making you feel it in your spirit, man. That's what real preaching is. Real preaching is someone that's getting up and testifying about the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ and you feel it in your spirit. That's real preaching. And you'll be like, when you leave the message, you'll be like, I don't know, but I got to work on my spirit, man. You, that's how you'll respond to real preaching. Real preaching makes you look at your life and want to change it into his image. That's real preaching. Real preaching makes you focus and makes you realize that the way you have been dealing with the responsibilities of life has not been the way he has prescribed for your kingdom nature to be. That's real preaching. I've never been in the, in the congregation in presence of a real preacher and have been comfortable. It's never happened. I feel good when the evangelist comes in because it's love and it's tinkling. But when the preacher shows up, I tremble. You know why? Because I'm never comfortable with a real preacher. I've never sat in a congregation 
and a real preacher got up and spoke about the word of God and I was ever comfortable. It wasn't that they were full of this and full of that and was so this. It's that what they said to me made me examine myself and I walk away convicted. That's a real preacher. See, we don't go to real preachers anymore. See, that's the problem we have. See, we don't go to real preachers and make us want to change our lives. See, we don't we don't hear those messages. And I'm going to say this, too, and it's going to be the tinkling of the ears and the tickling of the nature. You got to understand this is that I can go to real preachers. Or people that preach the word. Let me back that up and say that. People that preach the word. But I've never changed. I, I gain more information. I gain more enlightenment. I gain more uh, 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 understanding of prophecy. I, I got a little bit more understanding. But I don't change into his image. It doesn't motivate me to change into his image and his likeness. Come on now, I'm preaching to somebody. I don't want to just know you in my mind. I want to know you in my heart. I want to wake up at night and you be the reason. Lord Jesus, that's real preaching. Real preaching is focused around who he is, his nature, what he's like, his love, his great exchange program that he has for all his born again believers. There's an exchange program that you can line up one by one. There's a table stretched before all born again believers and you can exchange everything his enemy has done to you. You got a personality that's been shaped by the world. You can exchange it for another personality. They're always on sale and always available. But it ain't cheap. It ain't cheap. See, God ain't cheap. Your God ain't cheap. You got to understand that your God is not cheap, see. You know, see, I I can't compañero, but I say this is that those of this world they take trinkets as their treasure. But our God is a is a righteous God, and if our God is a righteous God. He's the only one able to provide the righteousness of the sacrifice that he requires. I think I'm going to say that again for you intellectuals. Because our God is a righteous and holy God. He's the only one that is qualified to provide his own sacrifice, to provide his own means to be. Who's going to provide it for him? He has to make it up himself and dress it up himself and present it 
himself unto himself so he might be glorified in himself because that's the purpose anyway. You don't get it. We don't understand that God is only loving on himself and asking you to join in because he's bountiful in mercy. He's bountiful in love. God is glorifying himself among all the Elohim. I know how we got here. I don't know why. This is not some sequel to a bad first movie. God knows what he's doing. He's not flying by the seat of his pants. Last night I said to myself, I said, Lord, you know, I'm done with this whole attitude towards you that uh, let me figure out what you're talking about, Lord, before I can believe you. I had to put that down, see. I'll wrap it up. It's just 13 minutes in. It's okay. It's okay. It's just okay. I had to I had to get rid of that, Lord. Let me explain it all to me, Lord, so I can kind of figure it out so I'll know that you got it right, you know, and then we can agree together because, you know, I'll put my faith on it, you know, if I understand it type of talk. You know how you born-again believers, that's cardinal talk. And we know how the believers talk that ain't quite committed to Christ, but we believe, but we're not committed to Christ. Yeah, I'm going to call it out. See, I'm a born-again believer that's committed to Christ. And though I may stumble and stagger and stumble and fall seven times, the Lord will lift me up because he is my sanctuary. See, when you start thinking in your mind that, you know what, Jesus is my sanctuary. It ain't music. It's Jesus is my sanctuary. And I run to him. Not in fake conversation, literally run to him. Because I got his word in my heart, see? That's what reading those Psalms and Proverbs, Ecclesiastes do. They put his mind in your heart. Oh, told me that to get off here.